I bet you're smart. Yeah, and you like to hold your own in the group chat. We can help you drop even more knowledge. My name is Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Izadi. We host a daily news podcast called Post Reports. Every weekday afternoon, Post Reports takes you inside an important and interesting story with the kind of reporting that you can only get from The Washington Post. You can listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. Go find it now and hit follow. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. It's a numbers game presented by BetMGM here from the South Dakota Telegraph. You know, Jonathan Von Tobel, host of a numbers game, filling in for Gil Alexander. Coming up in uh, less than five, we're going to talk with Mark Borchard about a lot in terms of Major League Baseball. Uh, but let's start there because one of the big games yesterday that a lot of us were excited to see, including myself, and I am an Angels fan, so keep that with or take that with a grain of salt, I should say, was Shohei Otani taking on the Oakland Athletics, right? Hey, man, Otani, last time we saw him, the velocity was weighed down. How was he going to bounce back? What happened? Well, it didn't really go as planned. Athletics get a 5 to nothing win over the Anaheim Angels. They closed as a $1.93 favorite, but not over Shohei Otani yesterday because, get this, Otani didn't get to make the start. Actually got scratched and put in at DH because of traffic, I guess. Uh, Otani, of course, had a traffic jam. The Angels' right-hander did not make it to the ballpark in time for his regular pregame pitching routine, which is absolutely fascinating. So you like the scratch. You know, usually you see, like, the scratched and then the reason why. The great elbow, back tightness, whatever. It was scratched traffic. So because of the accident on the Bay Bridge, he actually had to go back to the hotel and then take the Bay Area Rapid Transit, or as I am told, the BART, and fell behind schedule. So he did not get to go out there and make his start. So you had to go with Pablo Sandoval instead, and uh, it did go uh, not as well for the Anaheim Angels, whose pitching has kind of been a nightmare. And I should note, too, by the way, because it's kind of unfair for the most part, uh, that overall it was not on Pablo Sandoval because uh, this Angels pitching staff, 
you know, the deeper you get, it gets a little worse. And while Sandoval gave up five hits at two walks, he was actually pretty rock solid through five innings of work. Uh, but then Sleegers comes in and then goes a third, can't even get uh, through an inning. Three hits, four earned runs, only struck out one. Absolute nightmare for the bullpen continued for the Anaheim Angels and the Athletics, who were a $1.93 favorite yesterday at close, get a 5 nothing win. But how about that? Otani start pushed back by an Angels uh, issue in terms of getting him to the ballpark. Not his fault, out of his control, uh, but it is pretty fascinating given everything that we were waiting for with Otani, that this now continues. Should also know, too, uh, that Chris Bassett yesterday was absolutely incredible. Nine innings, a complete game, just two hits, one walk, struck out nine, uh, was incredible over 114 pitches, completely shutting down this shorthanded lineup for the most part. Not even that shorthanded, just know Mike Trout. You still had Otani out there. You had Rendon. You had Jared Walsh. A really, really solid outing before Chris Bassett as the Athletics get their 30th win of the season, and the nightmare of a year continues for the Anaheim Angels. So, no Otani there. See when we get him next. Uh, but I do think it is pretty fascinating to see this, right? Because Otani, and we're going to talk with uh, Mark Borchard about this coming up in a couple of minutes. If you go through some of his numbers in terms of his website over at basewinner.com, um, in terms of what you're looking at from the base winner ERA, Otani, maybe some regression coming for him out there. And the command has been a little bit of an issue with the 237 ERA on the season, the traditional earned run average. Uh, but according to Borchard's site, a 408 on the uh, base winner ERA. So maybe some true regression coming here for Otani and I actually can't wait to talk to Mark about this because that's one of my things that I really enjoy looking at with a lot of these pitchers is diving into a lot of these numbers some of the differences between ERA and other metrics like XFIP or FIP and seeing where that regression is going to hit of course John Gant being one of those guys which we'll talk to Mark about too uh, but that is going to be something that will be at the topic top of the list when we get Borchard on here in about 90 seconds or so uh, really quickly just want to transition want to update some of these numbers we're going to Vinny Maiulo with us in the bottom of the hour we'll get the uh, betting perspective on all of them uh, but we have had some movements in these NBA games. I just want to touch on where these numbers are at and where they're moving really quick before we get back to Major League Baseball in a big way. Let's start at the top of the board. New York and Atlanta. For those who haven't been keeping track of this one, opens up four. Atlanta up to a four and a half point favor with a total of 211. Uh, actually, some markets up to five right now in terms of the Atlanta Hawks. So that's going to be something to keep them on, you know, monitor. I think it's a really good spot for Atlanta, but and the market agrees. But five might be a little too rich for my blood. Brooklyn and Boston. Uh, one of the things that we were talking about with Drew Dinsick at the top of the last hour, right? Uh, was this potentially being a lower scoring affair? Boston slowing down Brooklyn in this regard. Eight-point spread across the board with a total of 227.5 here in town. The Golden Nugget, a little bit on the lower side in terms of the side. 7.5 and, and a total of 227.5 in that shop. And then Clippers and Mavericks. This is going to be pretty fascinating. Again, just like Game 2, though, from a spot perspective in terms of regression coming for the Dallas Mavericks shooting, the shot-making, Tim Hardaway Jr. shooting 60% from three in the series. All right, uh, But regardless, you'd expect something to regress to the mean there in terms of the Mavericks shooting percentages uh, overall. But... We're looking at the Clippers, two and a half across the board. There is a two out there with a total of 219 and a half. So the tracking of this total has been pretty fascinating as well. Remember, we were pretty low in game one, 214, progressively climbing as well. We have a split there over and under through the first two games of the series. Uh, but it does look like the Clippers, if they're going to win this, it's going to be a little bit of a quicker-paced game, but we have Vinny Maiulo's perspective on the betting action on this one. It is a numbers game here on VSIN, the sports betting network. A reminder for all of you, VSIN.com, VSIN app, Fubo, Sling, Game Plus, iHeartRadio, all the spots where you can take in the program. And now let's welcome in Mark Borchard, who's nice enough to give us some time. Host, Base Winner Podcast, BaseWinner.com as well. Uh, Mark? 
Thank you so much. So I, I can't wait to pick your brain on this. Uh, your website, I, was, I love clicking through it and seeing your numbers and where some of these guys are going to regress potentially. And that's kind of where I wanted to start. You know, I like looking at some of the other metrics right, in terms of like expected fielding, independent, all those things, tying it into where some regression is coming for these pitchers. So can you walk me through like the difference in what you look at and what your model kind of spits out in terms of the numbers that lead to a base winning ERA that you have up on your website? Yeah, sure. It's a, it's a good question. And, and basically, it's, it's not as complex as, as one would think. You're, you're basically using strikeout percentage, walk percentage, and ground ball rate. Those are those things that the, that the pitcher, in my, in my opinion, can control. So I think that this is a really solid uh, ERA based on things the pitcher can control. Uh, so basically, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's just a combination of, of walk rate, strikeout rate, and ground ball rate. That's what it is. I like so, And I would assume that the, uh, the better the ground ball rate, right, you value that. Yeah, the, the higher the ground ball, the, the lower the ERA will be. And obviously, the, the higher the, the, the strikeouts, the lower the ERA. And the, and the lower the, the walks, the, the lower the expected ERA. But this one, you know, you could use XFIP and fielding independent, and, and they're all pretty good. Um, you know, they're better than ERA as far as evaluating what the pitcher's done. This, this particular number has shown really good performance to correlate to future performance. That makes sense. So, so it's a good thing to look at, maybe not to, to explain what's happened, you know, with, with it as ERA, but, but to kind of look to what the guy's going to do moving forward. So that's one probably metric that I, that I like of, and there's, there's different ones. There's Sierra and, Gosh, I, I don't know. There's probably five or six different ones, but but the way this particular formula is is, is my my favorite, and and that's why I put it on my site. And we should, I should know, too, uh, because uh, Jason and I were texting about this yesterday. Uh, one of the pitchers has been a topic of conversation over the last couple of days uh, because he keeps getting away with, uh, I think, some really below-average performances in terms of his walk rate and other things. Uh, John Gant has been absolutely incredible. And uh, he, I think you have him 166, the 166th overall pitcher, despite an ERA, traditional ERA, under two. Yeah, that's great. So, you know, even like – and I think the market's gotten a little bit uh, – better at like identifying yep. these situations, but I still think there's, there's opportunity uh, with what I have on my site. And then there's, there's another, there's a different layer that I've been working on this year, which has really been exciting. Uh, and it's, it takes, goes, it goes a, another level down and it looks at swinging strike rate, hard hit per nine and expected walk rate. And so that's kind of a, a, a step a little bit more granular, mm-hmm. and uh, so so using the two in, in combination is, is super fun, and, and uh, I, I think it gives you a really uh, a true picture of where that where that pit, a picture of where the pitcher is mm-hmm. at, at that particular time, and uh, so you you have three things for the way I evaluate pitching is you have three things you've got the preseason rating you've got you've got the the, the numbers on the base winner chart and then you have this three metric. Uh, that I've that I've been using this year, and and I think it's given me a pretty good idea of where these pitchers are, um, you know, from a true talent standpoint. JVT. So I, there's two games I know that you want to look at. I want to ask some more general questions and use some examples on the card today before we get to those uh, handling shorter sample sizes or maybe guys we haven't seen yet, right? So for example, we get Dindelson Lamette on the hill later today for the San Diego Padres. Uh, we do obviously have past seasons of his performances, but only 11 innings pitched up to this point this year. Uh, in terms of your formula and how you look at pitchers who are handling shorter sample sizes, opposing Frambar Valdez as well. So there's another one where you have a little bit of a question mark, at least in terms of this season. Uh, how do you handle that from your model and how you evaluate those guys where you don't have that much to go on this current year? 
Well, I think you have to lean on your preseason projections, mm-hmm. uh, and there's a lot that goes into that. So, I mean, the, obviously the, the less sample size you have, the more you have to lean on, on past results from previous years. Uh, Lamette, this is an interesting game. I, I, I really like both these pitchers. I, I have Lamette at 78, which is 22% better than average. I've got Valdez at, at 79, which is 21% better than average. But so far, and it is a limited sample size, Lamette, in that three-metric chart, he's pitching about league average. He's in the 53rd percentile. I've got it priced at minus 106. I think the Padres started off as a favorite and it swapped the other way to Houston. So in this particular game, I would I would pass on it, although it's going to be a pretty exciting one to watch, JVT. Mm-hmm. Well, and we opened up. I do, uh, JVT, I have a question for you. It's, yeah. I, it's, I'm, dying to, I'm dying to know, since you're an Angels fan, and, and I grew up an Angels fan, do you remember, are you old enough to remember the California Angels in 1986? Uh, I am not. That was four years before I was born. Like, I, I know about them, obviously, and uh, you go back and watch old videos, highlights, and everything on MLB Network, uh, and I know about them, but uh, I do not remember them in terms of my own experience with them. Yeah, cool. No, that, I, I was just wondering, I didn't, I didn't really know how old you were, because I was at the game in 1986 where Donnie Moore gave up the home run and went to extra innings and Boston won. And uh, Boston ended up beating them in the in the ALCS. So I was just I was just wondering if if if, if but you're you're way younger than me. So, so <laughs> I guess I guess you don't remember that. No, I'm getting up there though. I turned 30 this last year. So you know, Mike, I have random knee pains now and everything. It's just it's going. It's all south from here. It's an absolute nightmare. Uh, let me ask you this, Mark. Actually, let's stay with the Angels because Otani gets a start pushed back. Looks like he's slated for today. Pretty interesting because his base winner ERA, all right, 237 on the traditional. You got him at 408. He takes on a guy in Sean Manai who's got an identical uh, base winner ERA of 408. Uh, what's the edge here between these two guys? Is the market maybe a little too uh, low on Otani in terms of the respect that he gets? Minus 145 on Oakland. I think if I had to play it, I would go with the Angels here. Um, I've got a price at minus 122, and it's interesting that base winner ERA is like so close mm-hmm. because this three metric uh, evaluation that I do as well has Otani in the 56th percentile and Manea in the 57th percentile. So pretty even pitching. I think where the, where the A's get an advantage is, is in the relief. I, I, the Angels have 7% worse. The Oakland's nothing special. I have them 2% worse, but still a 5% difference in relief. And then the Angels lineup being depleted, I've got them about league average at 99, which is you know one, one lower than league average on a weighted average created standpoint. I've got Oakland at 104. Uh, you put it in the mixer, I've got Oakland at minus 122. If you, mm. if you had to play it, I would, I'd play the Angels. JVT. I like it. All right. We'll see if Otani can make it on time today, too. Hopefully he leaves a little bit early. And, uh, because the, the diminished velocity thing has been an absolute uh, big storyline over the last week. We were hoping to see if that was going to get a little bit of a bounce back here, but we did not. Uh, all right. Let's go to one of the other later games on the West Coast. I think this is pretty fascinating because going through your numbers, uh, Johan Oviedo has not been pitching very well. We know traditionally uh, your numbers have him actually even a little bit lower in terms of what we're looking at um, in, in still pretty poor ERA by your metrics, right? 6.42, I think is what you had him at. Five 574 in the traditional, but overall, why I think this really interesting, Mark, is you have on the other side, Madison Bumgarner and the Diamondbacks were on this, the streak of, of losses. They haven't been performing very well. You're laying a price now, no, with the D-backs, so uh, walk us through like a, a handicap like this where you have a favored team playing the way that you are with Arizona, but a pitcher on the other side of Johan who hasn't been pitching very well. Yeah, I looked at this game and I was thinking, gosh, I, want, I wanted to make a play on Arizona because of the starting pitching uh, differential. You mentioned the base winner ERA, and if you look at the three metric, 
uh, position where, where Bumgarner is, he's in the 57th percentile, and Oviedo's in the 36th percentile. So I was looking to Arizona. But the problem with Arizona is, is their offense is at 94. Uh, I, I don't have the Cardinals' projected offense uh, that high. I have them at 96. But one of the things that kind of uh, precluded me from making a play was the uh, the Cardinals versus left-handed pitching this year. I think they're at 115 uh, way to runs created plus. So and and in the back of my mind, uh, and I know I'm not a big matchup guy, but I know Goldschmidt owns Matt Mad Bum. So I just I go out on a limb and have Goldschmidt beat me. Uh, he's a he's a favorite here in Arizona. So I'm going to pass on this game. I have it priced at minus 118, and, and the line I think is right at minus 113 now. Okay, let's go to a National League matchup, uh, and I know this is on your card, so we can talk about this. Of course, Brewers and the Nationals. Brett Anderson opposing John Lester here, and uh, by your numbers, that looks like there is some regression heading for Brett Anderson at some point, correct? Yeah, Brett, Brett Anderson is, is, is my worst pitcher in the three-metric chart, so there's 168 pitchers. He is absolutely at rock bottom. And uh, I want to play against this guy. So I think the best way to play this is to bet the team total. And Washington's team total is four and a half. And so I'm going to go over there. You have to lay a little bit of juice. You've got to lay a a minus 115. One of the other things that's that's good about this game, if you want to play Washington over, is it's going to be really humid in Washington. And that's good for for carrying the ball. The weather is going to be cold in a lot of places uh today but but in washington it's pretty decent it's going to be 68 degrees i think getting the worst pitcher on my three metric chart against a washington offense that has really kind of underperformed but i have them long term at 104 four percent better than average i think that's a really good play jbt I like it. All right. So Washington, as you see the total right there, at least for the game, we watched the broadcast. Nationals minus 115, total of nine. She did the over at minus 120. Those numbers courtesy of the South Point. Uh, let's go to a little bit of a lopsided matchup when you look at the price. Uh, although I know a lot of people like this Casey Mize kid, and if you're looking at what he's done for Detroit early, traditional numbers are rock solid, but he opposes Garrett Cole and the Yankees, who have been in really solid form. Yankees about a $2.60 favorite. What is the matchup in your mind here? Well, I think you got to lay the wood here. And, and one of the advantages of having a, a model that actually projects what the line should be is, is you know when to, when to say when, I guess, JVT. And, and what we have this price at is at minus 305. So it's showing like a 5% value on New York, even laying. I think it went up to minus 238. Uh, but, but in that three-metric chart, we have uh, Cole at number four. He's in the 98th percentile. We have Casey Mize uh, in the 30th percentile. And if you look at the base winner ERA, we're almost getting, oh gosh, it looks like about three, 3.1 runs on the base winner ERA. So Cole is, is two, which is uh, four overall on the base winner ERA as well. And then, then Mize is, is at 5.15. He's ranked 124. Um, so, you know, sometimes you, you have to lay the wood. One thing that I did want to say, and, and I think this is a pretty important number, and I'm not a big trend guy, but when it gets to a certain level of sample size, mm-hmm. I, I think it's, it's good to note. And if you look at favorites, and, and I'm not, I'm, I mean, this is, it's a staggering, and I saw this at the beginning of the year, just play favorites in baseball with minus or equal to minus 75. You would be up. 4.8% on your investment. So it's 2,086 wins, 
three losses. And I thought that was just so staggering. You had 2,800 2, results, which is a really big sample size. And that's a pretty full sort, just playing favorites at, at greater than minus or equal to minus 175. And I thought that, you know, prior to the year, and you think, well, I'm just going to blanket bet the, the minus 175. And I wish I would I wish I have done that. The, the, the favorites this year are about 3.8% if you just did that. So, you know, there's a lot of guys that'll cap their – that are capped their plays at minus 160. And uh, I don't think the way that, that baseball is nowadays, I don't think that's particularly a good idea, JVT. So, Mark, the, 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 the phone gods are messing with us. Every time you go to that actual number, you cut out. You said favorites of minus 175 or higher, to clarify? Yeah, so if you're minus 175, you know, that, that or, or better, you know, minus, minus 300, minus mm. anything, I, I guess, it would be technically, from a math standpoint, lower than the minus 175, but your favorites than minus 175 or equal to. And those guys are, are plus 4.8% return on investment. The straight up numbers 2,086 wins, 843 losses. So, I mean, it's just a really big sample size, and I think it's an interesting, it's a simple number, but, but pretty interesting. Mark Borchard, again, BaseWinner.com and the BaseWinner podcast as well. Uh, Mark, hey, we're up against it. I appreciate some time. That was an awesome conversation. I'm in next week, so hopefully we catch up again next week, okay? That'd be great, JVT. Love talking with you. Thanks a lot. Thanks, man. Really appreciate it. Again, at BaseWinner up on Twitter, and then, of course, the BaseWinner podcast, ClearDataSports.com. And, and look, you know, I am uh, maybe not as hardcore, as, of course, as uh, all of the gentlemen and, and people that we have on this show, uh, but I myself am a little bit of a stats nerd, so clicking through websites like this and seeing some of the differentials and opinions uh, that these guys have because of the way they crunch their numbers, I am totally always down. Uh, with finding regression, especially when it comes to Major League Baseball betting. You know, one of the things that, is really, that really got me into baseball betting in terms of an everyday thing, and a uh, former, former colleague here at VSIN, actually, Jeff Fogel, we filled in on a numbers game like two years ago, uh, really got me into looking at differentials in terms of like expected fielding independent and ERA, trying to gauge whether or not there is some regression coming for some of these guys. You know, and clicking through uh, Mark's numbers here, it's funny when you look at some of these guys, and you always, I think, Generally want to look for the guys. I always like to try to find guys to buy low on. And there are some numbers or some guys in here that you look like there is some positive regression coming for them. You know, being an Angels guy, right? Alex Cobb uh, has not been performing very well, at least in terms of a traditional number standpoint. 478 on the ERA, but a 347 on the uh, base winner model, right? So you can expect some positive regression uh, via Mark Borchard's numbers there. You can look across the board and really find a couple of these guys. Eduardo Rodriguez, I'm a big fan of his in terms of the way he pitches for Boston. Uh, his numbers always, the way I have done it at least, have always indicated that there's some positive regression coming for him. And sure enough, you look at Borchard's numbers, uh, Erod right now with a 506 on the ERA, but a 373 on the base winner ERA. So that's, of course, a really big step back in terms of some positive regression for him. Uh, but this is really worth it, man. Like a lot of these, too. Jamison Tyon, one of those guys as well. So if Mark Borchard, again, a base winner up there, the base winner podcast, very much worth looking at as well and listening to. And basewinner.com, easily used, man. Just click through it. You can sort by. Uh, we can sort properly by base winner ERA and not think that John Gant is the 16th best pitcher in Major League Baseball. Some of us did that. Some of us tried to get me to go at Mark Borchard with anger about um, my disdain for, for John Gant, but it did not work out, right, Jason? Uh, all right, plenty left to get to. Uh, Vinny Mayu is going to be with us for the last half hour. Uh, we have been – it's been fascinating, man. A lot of these postseasons, we have seen a lot of big swings. How about, by the way, this, this series between Carolina and Nashville? It's all over with, uh, but Nashville, good Lord, would not die pulling this team into overtime every single one of the last Final Four games. We'll get Vinny's thoughts on how the action's been for a lot of those contests and, of course, the NBA 
NBA postseason, as a lot of these games have been really, really great in terms of handle, action, everything like that. So we'll get the bookmaker's perspective and just chat with Vinny Mayulu in the last 30 minutes or so. It's a numbers game here on VSIN. Hey, this is Christina Quinn. I'm the host of Try This, the Washington Post's new series of audio courses. The idea behind Try This is to become better functioning humans without having to comb the internet for countless hours. In our first course, we learned how to sleep better. Now, we're going to learn how to make our friendships stronger. I'll offer expert tips that are doable, and I'll keep it short. So let's do this. Glasses in session. Find Try This from the Washington Post wherever you listen. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Agenda for the Ron Flatter Racing Pod, jockey agent Steve Worsley, and racetrack executive John Himes rhymes with dimes, talks about the controversial riding crop rule that led riders to stay away from this week's season opener at Monmouth Park in New Jersey. Sally Goodall, Jim Goodman, and David Gutfreund are finalists for the National Horse Players Championship Hall of Fame, and they discuss the challenges that horse players face these days. Clocker Andy Harrington handicapped some of this weekend's stakes races at Santa Anita. The Ron Flatter Racing Pod. RRP baby is available now at vcin.com slash podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts. It is sponsored by First Bet. All right, Vinny Mayulu is going to be with us uh, like about 10 minutes from now, depending on when he likes to walk in. Vinny is a man that, you know, knows no schedule. It's on his time, man, on his time. But he is very prompt. He's a professional. 
Let's go to last night very quickly because I th- I've tracking this from a price perspective, and it's been a fun series to watch. Uh, it's been high-level hockey from both sides. The Montreal-Toronto series has been fun to watch from where this price was at the beginning of the series on Toronto to where we're at up to this point right now. And so we get last night. Montreal and Toronto. It's a closeout game for the Maple Leafs, right? Game five, you can win this bad boy. You can get on out of here. They had outplayed them over the last two games. But remember, like three games ago, for game two, we're talking about an opener of Toronto at minus 130. Two dominant performances later, you get a closing price of the Toronto Maple Leafs in this last game at minus 240, right? A big swing in terms of the market. And we talked with Andy McNeil about this, too. Keep in mind, right? He thought that the fair price when we were talking about this and the market adjustment was more in the range of like minus 165, right? In that, in that realm. The first original opener, minus 134, obviously a little cheap on Toronto. You get the two dominant performances, and the market corrects itself in a massive fashion to the point where the Maple Leafs close at minus 240. And of course, you get the peak of that price. And what happens yesterday? You end up falling in overtime to the Montreal Canadiens by a score of 4-3. to And look, it is hard to close out teams in any sport, right? And in hockey as well. Uh, But this was a really good showing for Montreal. And they came out, and it looked like they might actually blow it, right? You open up a 3-0 lead over Toronto, but this is a high-level team, especially offensively. They score three unanswered, but only 59 seconds into overtime. Nick Suzuki gets a goal to get this winner and extend the series out to at least one more game for both of these teams. So, again, high-level series. I just think from a fascinating standpoint where this price has gone. And you see the Saturday game, right, minus 170 on Toronto at the open plus 150 coming back on the Montreal Canadiens with a total of five and a half shaded to the under at minus 120. But the correction has been made by this market, and so we'll see if Toronto can close this out. But there's no question, like, this is a really high level team, man. I like to watch in Toronto play. The offensive hockey has been really fun to watch this entire series. All right, let's go to the, the best two words in sports, right? I always like that. The two best words in sports, game seven. Is it? I feel like for one fan base, it's not really, right? Like Vegas, the city's on fire at this point right now with all the people who really enjoy this Vegas Golden Knights team. I don't think they enjoy the words Game 7, especially when I have a couple more words for you and I can't count off the top of my head. They had a 3-1 series lead. So not really the best two words in sports, but for hockey fans and for fans in general, you do kind of like it. So the Golden Knights, minus 180 right now at home to close this game out against the Minnesota Wild. Plus 160 coming back. Pre-game total of five shaded to the over at minus 130. Uh, talking about these uh, playoff totals, too, by the way. I can't wait to pick Vinny's brain on this because you, see, you don't really see the fives. And a lot of the times you'll see the five and a half heavily shaded to the under. Uh, but this is a very, very low one right now. And across the board, minus 170. And it's not surprising to see the opener of about minus 160, 165, depending on where you shop, and the 20-cent bump in favor of the Golden Knights. But here's the thing, right? In talking about laying a price like that, we have seen this now in the past multiple times with this Vegas Golden Knights team. And I get it. There is not really a storied history with this club. But we can, and Andy pointed this out, right? To me, the series that stuck out was last year's Vancouver series. He pointed out the Chicago series. You remember that as well from a season ago in that bubble. But this is a team that is, for lack of a better term, right? And we talked to Adam Hill about this, finesse. And for me, I just feel like when you're talking about the way this team has played offense and the way that the Minnesota Wild have beat them, if you're not going to change the way that you play hockey, why in the world would I want to lay a dollar eighty price when the gap between these two teams seems much closer than that from that perspective? So in terms of a value perspective, like it does seem like it'd be Minnesota Wilder pass here. This is the team as we saw. We brought up the heat map when we were talking with Adam. We were talking with Andy McNeil about it. Perimeter shots from the blue line, firing a trade into the chest of the goaltender. At times, that'll win you some games, right? And we've seen some scoring outbursts from this team. We know how lethal they can be in terms of five-on-five, especially throughout the regular season. But in playoff hockey, and especially against a team like the Wild, they're going to be just pack it up and just block shots left and right. 
it's just hard, I think, the way that the Golden Knights have played hockey to dig yourself at, to win games like this against the Minnesota Wild, the team that plays the way that they do defensively. And so we kind of know already out here in Nevada, right, the price generally is a little too high on Vegas for the most part. At this point right now, the way that the Knights have played against Minnesota, the way their offense hasn't really changed, I think there's a ton of value on Minnesota in this bad boy. But we'll talk to Vinny Mayula about that, see where we're at from a pricing standpoint there, get his update on what the handle and the action has been like in the NBA postseason as well. we got a lot of Major League Baseball too. Man, his Mets, huh? And he's a big Mets fan. They can't catch a break. I mean, the injuries just keep piling up for this team. I'm sure he's very upset about Noah Syndergaard. All right, Vinny Mayula joins us last 30 minutes here on a numbers game. Feature on vcin.com. Every day we're posting the latest betting splits on every game in the major sports with current odds and what percentage of bets and money are being placed on each game. Those are specific to DraftKings Sportsbooks, by the way. Check this info daily to find out which games are seeing the most tickets written and if that matches the money coming in on those games to help you find a betting edge. And of course, we have all the odds, data, and analysis for every game as well. Start your next sports bet at vcin.com. It's a numbers game, and it's time. I guess we're slow jamming with Vinny. Is that what we call this? Okay. Wow, look at that production. How about that, JPT? Pretty good. The old school mic and everything like that. What's up, man? What do you say, buddy? Good to see you. How's everything? It's too early to tell you that much. No, you're a you're a veteran. You're I mean I may or may not have woken up at three AM this morning so I could record a podcast too. So it is uh See, you're strong. We're flying into the fifth and a half. You're an Iron Man. That's right. (laughs) And there is no sleep in my future. That's what we do. I'll sleep when I'm dead. We got plenty of time for that. Uh, yeah, an eternity. So let, let's uh, yeah, kind of a little dark. Let's talk about something fun. Uh, we actually right before you came in, we were yeah. discussing this. So let's get your perspective. You and I were talking about this off the air. Um, your thoughts on the hometown team here? They got a game seven. I was yeah. you know I was making the argument. People say the two best words in sports are game seven. I would argue for VGK fans, probably not considering they had a three-one series lead. Uh, <laughs> so they probably didn't want to hear those two words. Right. Uh, but. Action-wise, and what you kind of think of this, because I've been, this has been the issue for them in their storied mm-hmm. history, right? Mm-hmm. We have seen them blow three-one series leads before. We have seen their offense go in the tank because of the shot selection. It's great you pepper them with shots, but mm-hmm. what kind of shots are you peppering them with? Usually not high-danger ones. So your evaluation, of what the action's been like for Game Seven today? Well, JVT, good points, uh, and, and no surprise, right? Especially here in Las Vegas, mm-hmm. uh, regional bias towards the home team, and there's a fifteen-cent move already just on the side alone. Uh, from $1.65 up to $1.80 and climbing. Also, I know this is not going to shock you either, uh, the puck line, which has also uh, moved down $0.15 cents, uh, to, to now plus 160 So it's all about the Knights. They get backed 5.5 for the total, now 5 over. If This is no secret. And, again, I'm not saying people should do it, but mm-hmm. anybody interested in the wild – you're going to get the best price on them in Las Vegas. Any any opposite, any opponent to to the Golden Knights that always happens. Now, uh, that said, is there trepidation? Yeah, fan, fans are nervous and and rightfully so. We've seen what's happened in the last couple of years, um, the unfortunate situation uh, a couple of years back in the San Jose. Not a major, yep. 
and then uh, you know Cody Eakin, the five minute man, you know, yeah. and last year. But listen, they put themselves in in this position. They've got to play themselves out of it if they are truly a Stanley Cup contender, uh, as uh, as they, they they claim to be, and and they are when they're when they're right. Uh, then, uh, then uh, th- this is the night to prove it, right? No excuses, home ice, uh, the wild, but a dangerous team. This mm-hmm. is a, a good young team. Talbot playing terrific in goal, which is what you need in the in the playoffs. Uh, timely scoring, they take advantage of opportunities, and you know what? You, you can't make ex- uh, excuses either if you're the Knights about not being 100% healthy. Uh, nobody's 100% healthy this year, really, when you right. think about it. And, uh, you know, something something's nagging somebody along the way. Uh, but so it's it's for their uh, it's for them to uh, uh, to get it done tonight. And they're going to be backed very heavily. I think this price and uh, will we'll continue to go up. Say, we still got a couple of minutes before and uh, <laughs> if, drop. I think anybody looking to, to bet the wild will get wild money late as as folks that are interested in taking the best price will wait for that price to arrive. Yep. And you know what's fascinating, too? We talk about the, the V-word value all the time. Yeah. Like, just look at the series from the game. Game one, Knights closed minus 165. Game two, bounce back. You saw the statistical advantage they had. Not surprising, minus 175. But it is surprising, Vinny, to see that the way this, this series has transpired, especially over the last two games, that betters are willing to lay an equal pr- like a price higher than the first two home games. Mm-hmm. And we could even get to, like, minus 185, which is what, of course, I think it was game five closed at. Yes. With minus 185 at home. Yeah, and, and I don't think, yeah, that, that's not, people, listen, fans are, are terrific. The, the Golden Knights fans, uh, they're very loyal, and not only with their passion, but with the uh, uh, with their with their purses as well, right? I mean, they they back the Golden Knights. They put their money where their mouth is. You have to respect that. And uh, this will be a, a, a heavily wagered game. This will. I, I have to tell you, uh, will it rival? Yeah, you know, I got to ask this earlier today and last night. You know, will this game uh, equal what we we do in in, in an NBA game? And there's three NBA uh, games tonight. <clears throat> It, it'll be right there in mm-hmm. terms of the betting interest uh, because it is the Golden Knights and the game is here. So uh, expect a, a, a raucous crowd, a great crowd. I don't, I don't think T-Mobile's yet at 100% capacity, which is 18,000 plus. Um, but uh, the, the you know the, the energy will be there. But it was there the other night too, mm-hmm. JBT. Right, and we saw the Knights respond. They came out and went up one nothing, and the next thing we knew, it was three to one. They were down. So uh, remains to be seen as to what their response is going to be. Also remains to be seen uh, if there's additional lineup changes, too, uh, uh, tonight. There's some COVID issues uh, with the Knights. Uh, Ryan Reeves, I think, is in protocol. I'm sure he's going to get tested again. Uh, That's just one name, uh, but a notable name for for them on their fourth line. Uh, There's, you know, uh, Peter DeBoer is going to... Gonna have to work some magic uh, on that bench. That's uh, for sure. By the way, so for Game Five, they increased capacity to 11K. So you're at least going to get 11,000. Yeah, which for this game here. Yeah, I mean, well, that's that's like I said, uh, mm-hmm. the energy. You know, it, it's important to note JBT because we talk about this quite often too. Home ice. Now, it's always great to to have home ice, right? I mean, but in hockey, home ice is not quite the same as. Uh, the home field or the home court in basketball and things like that. And we've seen it, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, again, the Knights are a classic example. Uh, whether well, it's, when you have uh, a position that holds so much power in goaltender, uh, right? that can negate a home ice that, pretty quick. Exactly. So I, I would say home, the home advantage in football is not, uh, and basketball uh, is certainly greater than, uh, than hockey and, uh, uh, and uh, baseball. But 
That said, still a better home ice advantage for teams like the Golden Knights. Uh, the New York Islanders, when they're playing in the Coliseum, is a significant difference than when they're playing at the Barclays Center. Yep. And uh, by the way, of course, uh, not to be lost in all of this, you have series bets uh, that are sitting out there as well. I actually came yeah. in after game one at minus 105 on VGK, so hoping that that would be something that would get in. I felt pretty good with the 3-1 series lead, but they closed, like, what, 240 on the series, yeah. something in that range, right? Yeah, they just, again, uh, the way folks back the uh, the Knights in games, they backed them in the series price as well. You're in a good position to uh, take advantage of uh, this game tonight, yep. if that's uh, what you got plus 105. That's right. So we'll see again. Big game seven later tonight. Oh, really quickly, last 30 seconds. Pretty low total. Five. Shaded to the over minus 130. I've noticed yeah. the market's kind of hesitant to get off the five and a half. Well, we did uh, We did open at five and a half under. Yeah. They they, they, led the, uh, they bet the pro, uh, bet this game under. So, But uh, now it's uh, five over. So initial money came in uh, on the uh, on the under. So what, are we, what are we? Slow jamming with Vinny? Is that what this is? <laughs> Vibing with Vinny? Slow, slow I, I think you missed an opportunity for the alliteration. Vibing with Vinny is I think a little See? bit, a little bit better. But hey, I, hey, look, hey, I'm only here for ten days. All right, yeah. I'm only here for ten days. Here but for it's a, a quality time. ten. All right, so here for a good time, not a long time. All right, we'll come back and we have plenty to get to NBA postseason with Vinny Maiulo on a numbers game. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.
Baseball players may not get style points for home runs. In fact, if you get too many style points, you get beamed the next time up. But baseball betters do. New BetMGM customers can turn $1 into $100 when someone goes yard during a game. Sign up for BetMGM using the VSIN 100 code. And if you place a $1 money line wager on the Dodgers or Giants, you get $100 if either team hits a home run. New customer offer paid in free bets. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Got to be 21 years of age or older to wager. Colorado, Iowa, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Nevada, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, or West Virginia only. Excludes Michigan disassociated persons. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem. one 800 522 24700 in Colorado, Nevada, and Virginia. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-GAMBLER in New Jersey, Pennsylvania, and West Virginia. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana. In Tennessee, call or text the red line. 800-889-9789. Promotional offer not available in Nevada. Jonathan Von Tobel vibing with Vinny here on a numbers game. You got to love him. You see, JVT, spread across the network with creativity. That's right. That's what I, I do. I love it. I'm a content. I'm an innings eater. I'm. I, you know what? I am Bartolo Colon esque when it comes to the content. Just throw me out there. My arm is made of rubber, and I'll just continue turning things out. Hey, like I did this morning. Harvard Handicappers podcast, new episode up. Perfect. Check that out. A little bit of a recap of the three games we saw last night, and some projections on some of the games tonight, and also some of these series going forward as well. Vison.com/slash/podcast or anywhere that you get your podcasts. How about that, Vinny? Very good, JVT. Good, uh, good podcast. Do 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 a good job. Very informative, buddy. Thank well you. done. I appreciate that. So let's talk a little bit about the NBA. Yeah. Uh, first off, uh, overall handle-wise, uh, how has this been? Because I think from an entertainment standpoint, you, you have really good matchups. You have a lot yes. of fun games. And I would think that as these games get played and as how tight they are, uh, it would be very good for you guys how great these series and how good these games have been playing out. Well, it started with, with the play-ins, yeah. right, which a, a lot of folks maybe didn't like. But from our side of the counter, we love them because it's, it's more games. It's more business. Uh, it involved the Lakers, so we had some intrigue there. Uh, uh, as far as they were concerned. And uh, you, you've got now teams that have traditionally been public teams, Lakers, case in point, and teams that this year became uh, a public team, like the Nets and their dominance, right? And you've got some uh, some traditions in there that, that have, uh, have returned, although the Celtics, from a traditional standpoint, have not fared particularly well. Uh, and now they, they hit home. Uh, but still, and we'll get to that number in a little mm-hmm. bit, uh, not, not getting any support whatsoever. But uh, the public team this year, or one of the public teams this year, uh, for, for sure has been the Nets uh, and the folks uh, backing them. And uh, they continue to back them uh, uh, in, in Game 3. So uh, a good mix, you know, playoffs back in Madison Square Garden, you know, of course, uh, against a very young up-and-coming team in the Hawks. JBT, mm-hmm. you, you follow the NBA very closely. And very astutely, and you know what the Hawks have done in the last few years, draft-wise, they've drafted wisely, drafted well, and it's paid off. And they're a team in the East uh, that's uh, that's on the rise. But it's always good too to have uh, playoff action in, in in Madison Square Garden and involving the Knicks. Of course, you got uh, like we talked about the Suns, an up-and-coming team. You got the Lakers involved, Clippers, and that oh. against a, a, a Mavericks yeah. team that's been uh, become very popular. And, uh, you know, the Clippers, a, a desperate situation there. 
Well, and I would think that there is – look, the Lakers uh, are, are favored by a big amount to win the series against the Suns. Yeah, they're they, they at potentially, least 10 to 1 or more. Yeah. Right, then they potentially have you know um, a very easy – not easy, but a, a favorable path to an NBA mm-hmm. Finals berth. You know how good the Nets are. But I would assume that there is still this air of uncertainty with the rest of these teams. Sure. And that helps with some of the action in terms of these games mm-hmm. on both sides. You know, I, th- I would think that there's a lot of liquidity in terms of the futures market and a lot of tickets out there on a lot of these different teams. Yeah. Like, I think the unknown nature of, like, teams, you know – three through however many are left kind of helps you guys out in terms of generating handle on a lot of different spots. Good good point about the, the futures. So let's look at that uh, first, JVT. Uh, you know, some some liability like the Suns, I mean, you know, which I don't think is a, is a surprise, right? Double digits for a good part of the season. Uh, and again, up and coming, and, and they, they, proved, they, they proved their worth. They're, they're, a, good, they're a good team, good, uh, good young team. Um, didn't overreact really uh, with the Lakers situation and the injuries. We felt that as long as uh, LeBron James and Anthony Davis were going to be involved in a postseason, that the Lakers were still the team to beat in the West. Um, and really quickly, and, the market yeah, wouldn't let you overreact, right? Like and, if you had put it at a certain point, it, they were going to come pouncing in no matter what. Absolutely, and we knew that. So, the, you know, <clears throat> we talk about regional bias with the Golden Knights in the, in the previous segment. You know, you've always got uh, a bias with the Lakers. It's always been a Laker town, and, and especially in the last couple of years. Um, the Nets, a little bit. I mean, you know, the, uh, a little bit of liability there. But it's not that they were this, you know, enormous price uh, going into the season either. Right. Typically, you'll get liability on futures when there's uh, a double-digit, uh, t- you know, team with double digits, uh, and I'm talking about like 30, 40, 50, or more to one. And uh, you know, you, you, it doesn't take a lot of tickets and a lot of money to get you uh, get you strung out there. But uh, the future book is in pretty good, uh, pretty good shape. But the games themselves have been bad. You still know certain teams are going to get backed. Uh, we knew that the Clippers would get backed heavily, uh, both not only in game one, but more game so two. in game two, right? Because there's no way they could lose both games, right? right. At home, right? That's what wasn't going to happen. Oh, wait, wait a second. What happened? Uh, we know the Lakers are going to uh, draw the, the betting attention there. But you also know, you kind of have an idea, JBT, of thresholds, right? Where... Uh, when, when you know when when teams are are particularly down two and there's let's say there's a nine and a half and like the other night uh, uh, it was the uh, I think it was the uh, the Jazz game where where they they were not you know we knew that game would go to ten it was going to be the last game on right. the board and that game was going to go so you do have a, an element of anticipation there and you also know what the threshold is going to be for the buyback. Well, and speaking of anticipation, uh, one of the things that we discussed at length yesterday uh, was the very popular trend, the 0-2 team, right? First quarter, first half. Yeah. Especially going back home, and that was the Miami Heat yesterday. Yeah. They did not cover first quarter, first half. Uh, and the Clippers fall into that category in general. A team mm-hmm. down 0-2, first quarter, specifically first half in these kind of spots. So what's the action been like on, on this? I would assume this mirrors, I think, game two, right? Where there's going to be a lot of, for lack of a better term, there's no way that this happens right now. And specifically, there's no way the Mavericks can shoot at this clip. Well, right? that's yeah, and and you're seeing it, JVT. We're at two and a half. We opened the Clippers one and a half, and uh, I th- initially there was was some Mavs money in, but it's been all the Clippers here in the last uh, uh, last uh, less than 24 hours, and, and and leading up now, this game sits at two and a half here, two nineteen and a half, uh, the total down. But I think that will you know the the general public. Uh, loves points, so they'll be give me Clippers and over here. Yep. You know, now if more seasoned betters are going to look for, hey, listen, if this game gets to three, you know, can I, you know, can I take a better price here? There's no rush right now. There hasn't been a rush 
uh, for Mavericks money at plus two and a half uh, because now it's, oh, wait a second, it's up a full point. Maybe we'll, we'll get lucky and we'll get three, uh, which will also probably increase the money line. And if you like the Mavs plus three, you probably like plus 55 or plus, you know, if it right. ever, uh, gets, uh, uh, I mean, I'm sorry, plus 35. Uh, so uh, it'll be a good two-way betting game, I think, uh, at the at the end of the day here. Uh, of course, we get it kicked off with the Knicks-Hawks, which has been uh, a terrific uh, betting series so far. The first two games generated quite a bit of handle. Uh, Hawks at home at four and a half. That's exactly where it sits now. And then uh, you guys are going to get the five today, right? It looks like it. Like the market's moving I, in that direction. I think we're, I think uh, I think the Hawks are going to get the uh, betting, especially uh, uh, after uh, you know the uh, the Knicks uh, performance in uh, Game Two, which was very solid, and they and they responded there. So I, I think yeah, this uh, this number will uh, will come up. Uh, Probably go up before it uh, before it comes down. They'll uh, they'll but uh, we'll, we'll need the Knicks in this game tonight, and then uh, the Nets. Uh, there's no faith in the Celtics, of course, uh, uh, at least by the betting public right now. Um, there shouldn't be, and the injuries have definitely impacted them. But let's face it, they were they they just they've been out of sync. JVT for uh, for the last they had one run about a, you know maybe a month and a half ago, but for for the better part of the last couple of months. Uh, you know uh, better than anybody, right? That uh, they just—they've just been out of sync, and mm-hmm. and they appear to be that way here. Now, obviously, they're a desperate team here, but nonetheless, this game is up two points now. The Nets are eight and a half point favorites off the six and a half point opener. Uh, two twenty-seven on this total, uh, which is down a couple of points. I—I uh, I have to believe uh, off the opener. I—I've I, got to believe too that at some point maybe uh, there'll be some. Uh, general public over money here because it's you know the the trend is uh, give me you know in this case nets and over so uh but yeah we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna need the celtics tonight too yep. no, no question and look and to, to kind of speak to what we we're always talking about and you could put a little bit more behind this Vinny. but when we talk about these trends right in terms of teams in favorable spots where the market will kind of mm-hmm. gravitate toward them right for example the clippers in a desperation spot down two games in the first half well here at the south point the game line is two and a half two excuse me the first half line is two. So right. like, you're going to see yeah. that really baked into those numbers. How about the Celtics at one point? Because you would think, all right, cool. I, it's like an eight-point line. Let me get like four in the first half of the Boston Celtics. Now, some spots open as low as two, and now you're sitting at three and a half for the most part. Exactly. And you may see – you know, you'll see the Nets at four, at, at yep. least four by the time uh, I think this game uh, tips off JVT, maybe even four and a half. Again, this number is probably going to continue to go up. Uh, and again, anybody looking to bet the Celtics is going to wait to 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 take the best price. So, it's the fact that when we went to eight and a half, it hasn't just been jumped on. That tells you uh, quite a bit as well. Yep, and we have good games coming up on Saturday too. Milwaukee, Miami. Oh, those Bucks, huh? Oh. Miami. It is not the bubble anymore for no. the Miami Heat. Tell you that much. No, it's it's not JVT. Uh, I mean, the Bucks are favored uh, uh, four by four and a half there. A little bit of uh, money for Portland mm-hmm. uh, in their game too, from three and a half to four. Uh, Sixers five and a half, uh, and the Jazz five. Those are holding pretty steady right now. But uh, yeah, the I think I think uh, although you might you might see some heat money if it gets to five. Yeah, I think you know. So well, they're a good, they're a well coached team. Like you yeah. would expect at some point there is some sort of bounce. Got to be a response, right? Yeah, you would think. But this Bucks <laughs> team, I mean, they got revenge on their mind. Yeah, they are better from last year. Yeah, they are being. Yeah. That is Vinny Maiulo. I'm Jonathan Von Tobel. Thanks for coming in, dude. Hey, Appreciate good to it. be with you, JBT. Well done, buddy. Of course. And we're going to have Vinny on, of course, next Friday as we slow jam with Vinny. I, my memory's terrible. I'm sorry. It's Friday. Like, I'm ready to get out of here. Like, let's just, let's just, Jason, 
just carry this out for the last 30 <laughs> seconds. I'm out of here. All right, hey, that does it for our show. Uh, we had a, a great list of guests today. We covered a lot of topics as well. So vcin.com slash podcast. If you want to get in on any of the action that you missed today, Drew Dinsick was with us. Yeah, we talked a little NBA. We also had French Open, Paul Carr with the Champions League final. Borcher was with us to talk a little baseball, handicapping pitchers. It's a numbers game here on vcin. Stick around. Lombardi Line coming at you next. We don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.